Living the Principles. This podcast is hosted by Latricia Smith and Phyllis G. Williams. Living the Principles seeks to expand mindsets, express beliefs, and edify excellence in hopes of building a stronger Black community. Welcome to Living the Principles. Welcome. I am Latricia, and with me is my co-host, Phyllis. Hey, Phyllis. Hello, Latricia. Today, we are going to talk about the fifth principle of Kwanzaa, which is Nia, purpose, with our special guest, Coach Billy C. As a board-certified coach, course creator, and author, Billy Crutcher is passionate about helping women rebuild their lives. Through various projects, she has worked with thousands of people in personal development, inner strength management, and life purpose. What Coach Billy enjoys most is teaching others how to overcome obstacles and achieve harmony in their lives. Let's welcome Coach Billy C. Hey, everybody. It's so good to see y'all and be here. It's good to have you here. I'm really excited about today's conversation. So I guess we'll just get right to it. Like Phyllis said, we're talking about purpose. We're talking about the principle Nia today. And we're just going to start out by defining purpose. Coach, I'm listen, this is my friend, Billy. I'm used to calling her Billy. You <laughs> just uh, say Billy. I'm just going to say Billy. <laughs> so, Billy, can you define purpose for us? How do you define purpose? Okay, first, I'm going to give you the dictionary's ver- you know, version, uh, definition of purpose. And it's basically defined as a reason for existence or reason for which something has been made or created. And that's overall what purpose is. But when I look at purpose, I go deeper than that. I always tell people that purpose is not just your reason for existence. It's actually a true reflection of who you are to the world, who you are in this world and what you are doing and being in the world. You know, your personal characteristics, your core values and beliefs, all of these things, including your spiritual connection to the creator, make up your purpose. And we exhibit this in our physical presence in the world. I love that. I really love that definition. And what's so impactful to me about that is it has to do with our place in the world. So it's not just about us as individuals, but our place in the world. So I love that definition. Now, when I think of purpose, I think of purpose as both a noun and a verb. So we have a purpose or a life purpose, and then we also purpose to do things. So in the form of a verb. Yes. So can you talk about it a little bit from maybe both perspectives and tell us what it looks like? Well, okay, give me your definition again, because see, my mind went somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) So I was saying that I see purpose as both a noun and a verb. So the noun being the thing, the reason, here's why we exist. And then the verb being more like, our intention. I purpose to be on this 
podcast episode today at 4.30. <laughs> and my purpose for being here is for the three of us to share with the world about purpose. Right. Okay. I got you, Latricia. So when I look at it, like I said, looking at it, when you talk about it being a noun, you know, a, a person, place, or a thing, basically it amounts to... It's a lot of things. Let me get my thoughts together here. Y'all know how I have to get my thoughts together and get centered. First, I want you to know what it's not. It is not your title. So let's just eliminate that right now. At the beginning of this show, we're going to eliminate this title thing that my purpose is to be a mom, a doctor, lawyer, sister, brother. We're going to eliminate that thing because people get stuck in that thing. When you think about your why, your why is bigger than that. And it's not some, how can I say this, some overarching, um, huge, magnificent thing. People tend to believe that's who they are and that's who they have to be in order to be purposeful in this world. But it's not. It's just being yourself. It's knowing yourself, being aware of your beliefs. I didn't say your parents' beliefs because a lot of us come with this stuff about what our parents say and then we begin to believe that that's what we're purposed to do and that's who we are. And it's not, not what your partner says, your friends, but you knowing who you are and knowing your place in this world. That helps you to know what your why. You know, what is it you like to do? When we start talking about the verb, the intention, what is it you like to do? What is it that you're good at? Not just what other people have told you, but what do you truly know about yourself that you've taken the time to break it down? that you're really good at and that you're passionate about and that you would do and that you do all the time, no matter what, even in the grocery store, even when you're home alone, even when you're with others, what is that thing? So we have to look at it and integrate. You know, you integrate your beliefs and talents and your core values with the being of who that's that self-awareness piece. And we integrate all of that and it's woven into, like I said before, into our physical presence in this world. It's exhibited that way. Our spiritual being, our intellectual being, you know, all of that is a part of your purpose, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And I'm so glad that you said it does have to be this grand scheme of things. I was thinking about us recording this earlier. Can you hear me well? Mm-hmm. Yes. I was thinking about us recording earlier, and I used to love this show, this 80s show with um, Eddie Murphy. He was a golden child, and he had to do so many things. But what about the people that did things along the way for him? If they didn't do that, then he wouldn't be able to do the grand scheme of things. Yes. And I think that's also in the Black community. We think about huge people like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Rosa Parks and other people, but there's so many people who had a purpose that supported them. And without them fulfilling their purpose, it would have impacted the well-known people. So I'm glad we defined purpose and we talked about the misconception. I really think it's a buzzword in some (laughs) sense without really knowing what it truly is. So thank you so much. You're welcome. And, and I want to pick, I pick, oh, go ahead, Phyllis. Uh, I'm going to pick back on that. <laughs> oh, okay. And, I, and, and when you said that about like Dr. King and these people with this purpose and this thing that they did and they spent their life doing it, I also want people to understand that it's not just one thing. 
your purpose changes over time. It grows and evolves as you grow and evolve, you know, so it's manifested in various ways over our lifetime. That's a myth that people have, that your purpose is just one thing. And I have to be stuck doing that thing. And I say stuck because some people are stuck doing something or trying to be someone that they're not or that they don't, they no longer enjoy doing it. You know, maybe at one time they did. That's like my career. At one time, I've been... (laughs) I've been a security officer. I thought I was going to do that forever. I was a soldier. I thought I was going to do that forever. I didn't. Uh, I've been a teacher. I was a teacher for almost 20 years. You know, didn't do that forever. I've coached. I've trained, you know, instructed. So it's it changes over time, but I continue to be an encourager. I continue to be an uplifter. I continue to be the, the fighter of all things good. I believe in fighting for those things that are good and standing for those things that are good. And your purpose, I already said that about the manifestation, and it doesn't need to be found. That's another thing. It doesn't need to be found. I, y'all excuse me, but you know, I'm going to tell the truth. If I see one more book, workshop titled, Find Your Purpose, and I'm guilty of it because I did it in the beginning of my career because I knew people could relate to that. But I also taught people in those workshops and during that time that your purpose isn't lost. It is not lost. It's not something you have to toil and find and and fret about and just put so much stress and pressure on yourself. All the time you hear people say it. And women, we're really guilty of that. You know, when the children, if we don't have children, we feel like, oh, what is my purpose? And if we have children, they leave home. What is my purpose? If you're not married, you know, people just... How all these, because they, they're, they're living off of the titles versus living and just being who they are in this world. So just remember that, that it's not lost. You'll need to find it. It's not one thing and it doesn't have to be magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so true. Thank you so much. And you, know, you helped me so much in life. Um, and if anybody sees me on Facebook, they know uh, I'll remind them of you know, all the stuff you've poured into me. One thing that you've really helped me with is this book called One Word That'll Change Your Life. And you introduced that to me in 2013. And in 2014, I had my first word. I'm still practicing. So can you tell us how that book has helped you with purpose? And not only that, the people you impacted as well. Some some things you've seen from your clients. Okay. Well, first off, the, the one word that will save your life. The book came about years later. I was first given my word during a hard time in my life. I was going through a divorce. I was raising a teen son. I'd become a, a, you know, divorced single parent. He was struggling and it was, I had a lot of anger. This is a 16, you know, 18 year relationship, a 16 year marriage. And then you just end up just thrown back out here into the world and you have to, your world's turned upside down. You have to start over. So God actually gave me my first word and I called it a strength word during that time because I had to learn the first word I ever had was peace because I had to really learn what peace was. And it's not just getting in a place and being still and quiet. It goes beyond that. And then as the years went on, I had more words, gratitude and things like that. And I began to coach in 2012 as I became a professional coach. I actually went, 
did the training. Well, I got my degree first. And then I went and did the training and became a professional life coach. And during that time, I was building workshops. I began to build workshops. And a friend recommended a book to me by John Gordon. And then I discovered one word that will save your life. That will change your life. I'm sorry, that will change your life. And it was amazing that he wrote this little book with his friends. And I don't have my book here, Phyllis. Do you have your book handy to show people? But this little book, and it was a tool. That's what I used it for, a tool. Because the process that I used is listen, look, and launch. But they had a four-step process that took you even deeper. And when I tell you how that one word, focusing your life for a year around that one word, learning what it is, breaking it down, applying it to your life, applying those lessons and sharing it with others, it really helps you to improve. It helps you to grow. It helps you to become more of who you've been created to be. That's what it's done for me. And when other people have come to, you know, into contact or friends that I've recommended the book to, and I share it with different people, it is amazing what I see. And I'm going to use Phyllis as an example. When I first met Phyllis, I think I met Phyllis at Toastmasters way back when. And Phyllis was was very shy and quiet, (laughs) which I found interesting. I was like, Phyllis is so quiet. She was just this quiet, 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 quiet person that really didn't want to be bothered with other people, but she wanted to improve herself and she wanted to grow. And when she went through the workshop with us, it was an end of year workshop, I believe. And I introduced the book. And she took those principles and applied it. Her word was speak. Was it speak, Phyllis? Her first word was speak. It was speak. Yeah, it was speak. It was amazing because Phyllis, even though she would get up and speak in Toastmasters, she was she had this reluctance and she would be, she would try to make herself small, like itty bitty. But the more that she spoke, the just oh wow, her whole personality came out. She began to evolve. Her business began to grow. The places she went, I mean, it was just amazing to me to see it in application. I know what it did for my life, but when you see other people, Latricia has has done it, uh, other people that I know, other clients, and it's just amazing. And they're still doing it now. I mean, people are doing this eight, nine, you know, 10 years later. Here we are in 2020 and we're still going strong because it's just something that helps you to be grounded. It helps you to grow spiritually. It helps you to grow in all eight dimensions of your life, you know, in all those areas, even in your occupation, even in your uh, love relationships, your finances. When you have that word, I have to speak life into my finances because, honey, I'm going to tell y'all, when you go from making, you know, like 80, 90 K a year to something look like $18,000, you got to speak some life into that thing. (laughs) That's real. That's real. And when I first got my word, I was like, speak. I don't even like talking to people. So um, sometimes your purpose, and you taught me this too, sometimes your purpose is not what you think it's going to be. I would have never imagined doing a podcast, writing a book, doing any of that thing, of those things. So sometimes your purpose is not what you think you do, because most people are going to try to get me to do stuff dealing with teaching all the time. But that doesn't mean that's my purpose. That means to pay some bills. You know, it's interesting that you should say that, Phyllis, because it reminds me of something that I heard Steve Harvey say. He said something like, your career is what you're paid for and your calling is what you're made for. 
And I believe that calling is directly related to purpose. So yes, just because you do something for a career doesn't mean that it's your purpose. Sometimes it's because you need to pay the bills. Now, let me ask you this question, Billy. How is one word connected to purpose or is it connected to purpose? One word is connected to purpose because, like I said, it helps us to build that self-awareness. It helps us to really get still and begin to look, you know, to listen, to get still and listen and to look inside and develop ourselves and understand what our values are. Do you know people don't even understand their core values? I've done numerous workshops and I have, I can actually say I've worked with thousands of people just from speaking and being online and having a podcast and different things like that. And you ask them to write down five core values and they struggle. I mean, that's like 30 minutes, hours. Some people are like, I got to take this home. <laughs> I'm like, you have to, why do you have to take this home? They're like, do I have to take this home? Coach Billy, I, I don't know. I really, I really don't. I really don't know. They don't understand themselves. And it's attached to your purpose because it helps bring meaning to your life. We have to remember that's what purpose is. Purpose means that you are being doing meaningful things and, and it brings meaning to your life. That's it. It's not this, like I said, it's not some big magical thing that people make it into. And, and we're so uptight about it because people say, well, I don't know what my purpose is. And I always use the example of a mother. I'll just say taking care of, just say you're taking care of your children. You love taking care of your children. I know some parents, I'm going to tell you, that's their purpose in life. Because their parents, not only to their children, to my children and to everybody else's children, they go to parenting classes, they grow themselves, they're out here listening to these podcasts, they're writing blogs. They love it. They are passionate about raising up good human beings. When we think about parenting, it's not just raising some kids. It's, it's in, instilling principles, you know, good principles and raising them up to be good human beings who go out here into the world and know that they're connected to their community and they can serve and help somebody else to be better. That's a big thing. Latricia's look passionate about love. If y'all don't know this, let me tell you, when she say love enthusiast, when I say everything about love, and I'm not talking about just that romantic type love that we talk about, this woman knows everything. It's amazing. It's amazing what she did just with me and my husband and I, she's helped us. And when, it, when it's something in that area with my kids relationship wise, I'll call Latricia because she's, she loves it. She studies it. She researches it. She lives it. She embodies it. When you meet her, you just get that sense about her, you know? So when you look at it, that's what it is to me. Yeah, I think that's so interesting. And thank you for those compliments. I guess when I think about people, when they're searching for their purpose and they're trying to identify their purpose, I thought about what you just said about the parent. And I think maybe if people thought about the activities and the actions of those titles, so it's not the title mom or dad, but what is involved in all of those titles and maybe see where the meaning lies in that. Maybe that will help people to identify their purpose. So they're not just constantly in some whirlwind of what is my purpose? What is my purpose? Yes. It's, it's like you said, identify your gifts and skills. That's why I always tell people to start at identify your gifts. They have a uh, gifts test online. They're free gifts, skills, 
talents. And it's not just spiritual gifts. You know, people always think about gifts as spiritual gifts. And then we get into religion, you know, go all the way over there somewhere else. But everybody has a gift and a talent and different skills that we've acquired over time. And like I said, we'll continue to evolve those over time. And look at those things. Those are the things that help you fulfill your purpose. I remember there was a time where I was like, what was my purpose? I mean, like I said, divorce is hard. It's very painful. Loss is hard. Just any type of loss. Sometimes people become widows or widowers. And that's a hard place to be because then you start to wonder, what is my purpose now? What's next? It's really that what's next question. And I began to realize I was living it the whole time. Because I've always been an encourager. I've always been an uplifter. Like I said, if I love you, I will fight for you. I'm the ride or die, for real. <laughs> I'm the trusted, true, and loyal, loyal one. I'm dependable. Those things help me to fulfill this gift that I have for teaching. I have a gift of teaching and exhortation or encouragement. I have the gift of faith. I've been able to have faith. Like I said, it, you have to have a lot of faith when you go through some of the things. I was a teen parent, you know, in life. So being able to look back and then have friends tell me, oh, you've always done that. I'm like, really? They're like, girl, you've been doing that since we was two. <laughs> you know, because we because we grew up together. I mean, we've been friends since we were six and seven. And they're like, oh, you've been doing that your whole life. But I didn't understand what it was. You know, that was the thing. I didn't, I didn't realize, you know, then I thought, I said, I am being purposeful in my life. When I help somebody at the grocery store and I hold the door for somebody, that's being purposeful. That brings a smile to somebody's face. It's nice when people can just turn around and say, you know, you're just so nice. Sometimes people don't even think about other people anymore. <laughs> so just those little things that you do. Like I say, when you show up, you bring joy to others. You're helping someone else to excel. You're helping someone else to grow. You're helping someone else just to, to live well. That's, that's purpose. Those, all those things are purposeful. So it sounds like purpose is also grounded in being of service to others. Yes, it is. Your purpose is not just for you. And for people who think that, well, guess what? Sorry to tell you, it's not. <laughs> You're not just in this world for you and that my four and no more attitude that you hear people say. You hear people say, oh, it's just my four or three or however many y'all in the house and nobody else. Well, then you're not really serving in your purpose. Your purpose, especially when we're talking about the African-American community, because this is what the show is about. We are here to understand ourselves first before we can try to help anybody else. We need to work that stuff out with ourselves and understand that the work and sacrifices that our ancestors made, they were while they were great and grand, it did not stop there. We are not to sit and rest in that because we, we have purpose ourselves. We add value, meaning, joy, and love to this world. That's what we do. And we do that in so many ways. We need each other. Know that your living is not in vain. Some people really think, well, I'm just here and, you know, I'm not really doing anything, but you're not taking action to do anything either. We have to become engaged in the things that we enjoy, whether that's music, whether that's science, whatever it is. Become involved in those communities. Become involved with the people in your family. That's where we need to just start there, with our families. Then you can reach out to your community. Then you can reach out to the world. So many of us want to just go to the world, but we don't even have us together. <laughs> 
So we need to, you know, do that's that's something that we need to do and work on and um, begin those interactions because every action that you take affects someone else's life in some way. Even the negative word that you know how we like to make little sound. <laughs> that can mean a lot of things to somebody depending on where they are in life and raise other people up. And instead of starting with a thousand, can you just start with 10? <laughs> can you just start with 10 people? And then that goes from there because every seed you plant, every seed of purpose and intention that you plant in someone else, they're going to plant that seed in another person and another person. And we just continue to fill the cup that way. That's how I feel about the community and our people because we need each other. We're strong. We, we're resilient. We're made of some extra stuff. We really are. We're made of some extra stuff. We got we got some extra, extra. But we have to learn to turn that negative around and turn that into a positive. And like I said, while we honor our ancestors, we can't just sit on that and rest there. I love it. That I love the whole seed analogy. And it just really brings home the point of the collective. And I think when we talk about the purpose of when we talk about the purpose of Nia, how Nia represents purpose and what it represents as a Kwanzaa principle and how it's about us coming together as a collective to enhance our community. When you said the thing about the seed, you plant a seed into this person and then that person, and then that person plants into the, another person, another person. That's how we do it collectively. That's how we make our community better as a people. And I know we live in a culture that's very individualistic, but as a people in the African diaspora, it's a people, we are a people of collective. It's, we're a group, it's very tribal. And I know it's kind of hard to remain that way because we live in such an individualistic culture. But I think that it's important. And that's where the intention of purpose comes in. We have to purpose to be the collective and to work together collectively because we're better together. Yes. I love that, Latricia. We are. We are. We are definitely better together. And I'm glad you said that about the being tribal, because when you look at Native Americans, when you look at people, like you say, the, the um, Black diaspora, we have to look at that that's a cir- circle. Everything is circular. It does not go on a straight line, a triangle, this little box. It's, it's circular. And it just continues that way. It continues that way. And that's how we're going to continue to grow and continue to thrive. This society, Western culture, we picked up some bad habits. <laughs> we really did. I'm going to just say it, it is. I mean, we picked up some things that just are not, it's not beneficial to us. It's not beneficial for us as a people. And it's individualistic type thing where I'm not connected to anyone else. Yes, you are. Because one thing about it, when we come into this world, we all start the same way. We come into this world, we take a breath. And when we leave this world, we're going to take that last breath. And we are going to return to this earth. And guess what this earth gets recycled into? Trees, wood, furniture. So guess what? Somebody's in your house right now and it's not just you. (laughs) I mean, it is what it is. I'm just going to be real. We go into the air, we're in the water, we're in all the elements, the fire, 
So guess what? That's collective. So it goes around and around and we have to continue to, and our spirit is like that too. Have you ever noticed you're in the room with certain people? You, but have you ever noticed that when certain people enter the room, you can just feel their energy and it just cycles through the room. Energy is infinite. It goes everywhere. It's everywhere. So it's just changing our mindset really and adapting and, you know, adapting some, I say, uh, some, some more traditional principles that really are beneficial for us and for the collective. When you said my four and no more, that really resonated with me because that's what you see a lot. They say me and minds. Where about me and minds? Um, I even hear see stuff like forget my family and all that stuff. And who knows who you're connected to by blood that can magnify your purpose or help you with your gifts. And if we're not connected, we won't know that. So you gave us so much great information about the misconception of purpose, what purpose actually is, how is it important in the black community, why it's important, because it's important because that's how we're going to grow and it honors our ancestors. Is there anything else you'd like to add about purpose? No, oh, fellas, not at this, not at this time, not unless you guys have a, a question. I know you had a question on there. I guess we haven't gotten to that. Not so that whenever we get there, because <laughs> you had a question about a uh, black leader that uh, maybe I admire that demonstrated purpose well. Oh yes, come. So, do you have one? Do you have a black le- a leader that you can think of, maybe intimately or nationally? Nationally, someone I always wanted to meet was Dr. Maya Angelou, and I never got to meet her. At a time in my life when I was coming into womanhood and beginning to understand myself, I'll never forget. I read her book, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. That Oh, man, it was powerful. And I've read it several times since. I looked at her because it's just, I just really admired that she lived from her pain. She lived her pain, her joy from a place of pain. And she was able to transform that into a living legacy. And that's a big thing because when you look at being purposeful in life, purpose meaning your life is meaningful, it's also about legacy. You know, and while she was gifted, talented, strong, she just was that symbol of overcoming. And I love that, that she used her trauma to uplift other people. And a lot of people aren't that selfless. She wasn't always that selfless. She talks about, she she put it all out there. It took, you know, different phases of her life as her purpose that she evolved in her purpose to get there. But she was able to do that for others and live it so honestly and openly. I'm trying not to use the word authentic, if you notice that, because people just, it's overused. It's it's played out and overused. But she was honest and just true about her life. I learned from her that when you sow good seed in the fertile soil, it produces a great harvest. So you can't worry about the seed that maybe you planted and it didn't come to fruition because sometimes we just weren't good. We weren't good gardeners. We didn't know any better. You only know what you know. <laughs> you know, and then you learn. But I just never got to meet her, just be in her physical presence. And that's the that's one of the greats that I I would have loved, but she's still with us. Cause like I say, she's energy. She's in everything. She's in the earth. She's in everything. So that's one, that was the one for me. And you want to know what else she's in? She's in the 
Kwanzaa documentary, The Black Candle. She narrated it. So be sure to check that out. All right. Shout out to Maya. It's been joyful having you. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people have learned a lot of things. Do you, we normally do this thing called the principal challenge where you give a nugget to the audience. Do you have one as it relates to um, principal or even principal, not principal, purpose in the black community? Now, Phyllis, you'll put me on the spot. And you want me to give, what am I, what am I supposed to be doing? That's uh, um, a call to action. That's a call, yeah, call to action. Okay. Principal challenge. Live them out. Um, for me, I just really want people to become dedicated. Just dedicate 15 minutes of your day to discovering who you are. Really spending that time with yourself to grow yourself and know yourself. Don't focus on other people during this time. We're not focused on what we're going to do next during this time. We're just focused on us. And write a list. I'll tell you, put 10 things on there that you're great at and that you love doing. And it cannot be (laughs) work-related. That's it. Just love yourself. I want us to start really loving, loving ourselves. Okay, I love it. Latricia? Do you have any, do you want to sum up, sum it up or you're really good at that? We covered a lot. We covered (laughs) a lot, but I think what I really got the most out of this is that your purpose is not lost. It's not something that you have to go seek for. It's not this mystical, magical thing. And neither is it this grandiose thing where you have to save the world. But it was a lot to recap, so I'm going to pass on the recap. Okay. Well, that's the essential part of it. And, Billy, you're welcome to stay on. We're just going to do our good news and then our soul snack. Can you tell the audience how to keep in touch with you? Um, If they want to keep in touch with me, they can just visit www.coachbillyteach.com. Thank you, Billy. You're welcome. Did you need resources? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know I covered a lot. Let me go to this list. I, I had a, a couple of books for you guys, a couple of resources that I used. Um, one of them is T.D. Jakes, Destiny, Step Into Your Purpose. That's a good book. Simon Sinek, Find Your Why. That's from way back in the day. It's a movement. It's a whole movement. You can go watch videos and everything now You if you don't, you prefer not to read the book. But those are two that are really good for if you're into reading, prayer and meditation. Prayer is simply having a conversation with your creator or higher power and meditation is simply listening. That's it. It's not, you don't have to do anything in particular to do it. Inner strength work. That's where I talked about discovering who you are, what you're good at, what you love doing and sharing with others and learn self-acceptance. That was your principal challenge. Learn to love yourself. Take that. You know that got some 15 minutes, 15 minutes daily with yourself. And that's it. Those are your some resources. And you may have to wait, work up to those 15 minutes. And that's all right, too, because <laughs> I had to work up to those 15 minutes. I'll fall asleep or start daydreaming. But <laughs> that's fine, too. So Coach Billy Teach. Yes. Dot com. Thank you so much, Billy.
You're welcome. Yes, thank you. It has been a wonderful conversation. For our next section, open your heart, mind, and ears as we spread the good news. Not rumors, not rubbish. Living the principles, we spread the good news. A Kwanzaa wreath, a surname surname wreath, and any other special wreaths in mind. Visit Chick Wreaths and Designs on Facebook or visit LaShonda's Etsy shop at Chick Wreaths Design. She developed a beautiful Kwanzaa wreath for my friend, and she does many more specialties. Our second good news comes from I'm not sure if you can see, but we offer a unique quantity t-shirt on our website, livingtheprinciples365.com. It has the principles in English and Swahili. It also has other words associated with Kwanzaa, like the materials needed to celebrate. So please support our website, livingtheprinciples365.com for pro-black t-shirts. Lastly, COVID isn't stopping Kwanzaa celebrations. Jump, join Undar and Born Logic Allah for the week of Kwanzaa online celebration. You can register on Bitly Kwanzaa online. They also have a Kwanzaa course that you can purchase if you would like to learn more about Kwanzaa. This celebration is from December 26th to January 1st every day at 7 p.m. Central Time. They will light their candles, discuss that day's principle, and celebrate as a community. So Kwanzaa is still going on in the midst of COVID. Patricia, that's our good news. Our soul snack for today is an African proverb, and it says, Plan with a purpose, prepare with prayer, proceed with positivity, and pursue with persistence. P-P-P-P-P. Yes. All right. Patricia? That's our show for today. Until next time, expand your minds. And impact your communities. Thanks for listening to Living the Principles Podcast. Be sure to visit us at livingtheprinciples365.com to access the show and join in on the conversations.